Welcome to the audio version of Bogard Press's Through the Bible Adult Study Guide. Being true to the Word, Bogard Press has aided in the discipleship of thousands for over 100 years. Of those 100 years, the Through the Bible Adult Sunday School literature has been a staple to many. Join us as we listen to the Through the Bible Adult Study Guide with writer Brother Mark Clements. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Freedom Through the Blood, Exodus 11 and 12. Application. The student will relate how freedom from sin comes only through the shed blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Searching the Context. After Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden, God informed them of the dire consequences of their actions. Their sin brought a curse of destruction and death to the world, and they stood guilty and ashamed. Before they were banished from the garden forever, God made clothing for them from the skins of animals. Genesis 3.21 This action demonstrated the principle of forgiveness through the shedding of blood. Later, Abel's offering of animal sacrifice was accepted by God. Genesis 4.4 Noah's burnt offering of clean animals was a pleasing aroma to God. Genesis 8.20-21 and God confirmed his covenant with Abram through animal sacrifice. Genesis 15:17. This principle of freedom through sacrifice is repeated all throughout the Bible. The writer of Hebrews confirmed the principle when he quoted from Leviticus 17:11, writing, "And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remission." Hebrews 9:22. Sin has a high cost. The Apostle Paul wrote that the wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. In today's text, we will see the judgment of God come down upon the sins of Egypt. Nine plagues had already been sent upon the land because of Pharaoh's rebellious heart toward God. From the time of the first plague until the ninth, God had affirmed his power and sovereignty in the land. Additionally, since Moses was seen as God's representative, His reputation became favorable among the Hebrews and Egyptians. God told Moses that the final plague would compel Pharaoh to release the Israelites, so Moses spoke to Pharaoh. The tenth and final plague would be the most devastating of the plagues. At midnight, God would cause the death of the firstborn in the land, from the royalty to the enslaved to the cattle. Moses shared this information with Pharaoh, but Pharaoh hardened his heart even more. Until now, God had preserved the Israelites from the effects of the plagues. To escape this tenth plague, however, God required his people to obey specific commands that would demonstrate their faith in God and the principle of freedom through sacrificial worship. The tenth plague would be the catalyst for the people of Israel to escape freedom, but they must pay close attention to the commands of God. Freedom is God's idea, and the way for people to experience freedom comes from obedience to God's commands. Today, as we observe the deliverance of Israel through the blood of sacrifices, we must draw the parallel to the deliverance of God's people through the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. God has done everything required for our freedom, but we must heed His word carefully. Why is it important for everyone to know how to be free? Searching the text, 
Number one, the institution of the Passover. Exodus 12, 1 through 6. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and ye shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. When something significant happens, we record the date. For example, on October 3, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln declared the fourth Thursday of November would be a U.S. holiday called Thanksgiving. My wife and I have four children, and I can tell you each of their birthdays since my life was dramatically altered when they were born. God told Moses to record something of a birthday for the nation of Israel. God's chosen people would restructure their entire calendar, beginning with their deliverance from bondage in Egypt. Israel's national identity would form with the events of the Passover, so God told Moses to begin the calendar year with the month of its deliverance. Something supernatural and life-altering was about to happen, and the Jewish calendar would reflect it. There should be at least two major life events in your mind that will never escape your memory. One is the day you were born, and the other is the day you were born again. The day you placed faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior, you were delivered, and that moment should never be forgotten. God wants us to remember and celebrate when He provides freedom. To commemorate their deliverance, God commanded the celebration of what would become known as the Passover. God was about to send the tenth plague on the land, and it would bring potential judgment to family units. So when it came to observing the Passover, the responsibility to obey was by family. Each family unit was to set aside a lamb without blemish on the tenth day of the month and care for him the next four days. If a family was too small to consume an entire lamb, then they could observe the Passover with their nearest neighbors. At twilight on the fourteenth day, the lamb was to be slain. Each Hebrew family would be responsible for observing this custom at the same time, on the same date, in preparation for their deliverance. Today, the Passover is still practiced and is one of the most widely observed rituals among Jews. Israelites have been faithful to remember what God did in preserving them from the tenth plague and delivering them from captivity. Throughout the Bible, God often commanded His people to set up memorials, observe rituals, and practice ordinances with the intended purpose of remembering something He had done. Whether it was the Passover which commemorated Israel's deliverance, or the Lord's Supper which commemorates the sacrifice of Jesus, God wants His people to remember Him. When we remember God and His faithfulness, our attention shifts from the world to God. As we direct our focus on God's goodness, we respond in worship and testify to the world of His mercy and grace. Never forget what God has done. Why is it so important to remember what God has done? Number two, the significance of the Passover. Exodus 12, 7-13 
And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus ye shall eat it, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord." And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. God is sovereign, which means he has the power and authority to do whatever he wants. When it came to the bondage of his people in slavery, he had the power to rescue them however he wanted. He could have snapped his fingers and immediately translated all the people of Israel to the promised land and made their enemies disappear off the face of the earth. This certainly would have been the most painless and quickest way for those under painful oppression, but he chose to do something different. God chose to slowly and methodically bring his people to freedom in a manner that would not only benefit those living through it, but also bless generations to come. The events of this text recorded the birth of a nation and the institution of the Passover, which was observed by Jesus Christ and is still observed today. God often chooses to work within the time constraints of human history to bring about the best possible outcomes for generations. The Passover instructions began with each family selecting a male lamb that was free from blemishes. The Lord required the best from his people, so not any animal would do. Obviously, this unblemished sacrifice points to Jesus, who John the Baptist recognized as the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world, John 1.29. The Apostle Peter reminded believers that they were set free by the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, 1 Peter 1.19. The Passover lamb symbolized Jesus, perfectly sinless, who would give himself as a sacrifice for sin. It was not enough to simply sacrifice the lamb. God required that the Israelites collect the shed blood of each lamb and paint its blood on the top and sides of the doors to their houses. The lamb would then be roasted and eaten with unleavened bread and bitter herbs that night as the people anticipated God to move on their behalf. God told his people to paint the blood on the doorposts so that when he saw the blood, he would pass over them and would not suffer the destroyer to strike that house with the death of their firstborn. Painting the doorposts with the blood of the lamb was an act of faith. If the blood was collected but never applied in faith, death would strike the family. This act of faith is seen in the new covenant of Jesus' blood. Jesus is the payment for our sins, not just of God's children, but his blood is the propitiation for the sins of the whole world, 1 John 2, 2. 
This does not mean everyone will be saved, but it does mean anyone can be saved if they apply the blood of Jesus Christ to their sins in faith. The Hebrews who demonstrated their faith in Jehovah by painting the Lamb's blood on their doorposts and observing the feast preserved their homes from the death of their firstborn, both of man and animals. This final plague would devastate the land of Egypt, but accomplished multiple purposes for the glory of God. First, this plague would show everyone the need for shedding of blood in order to escape the wrath of God. By applying the blood to their homes, the people were trusting in an unseen God that he would keep his promise. In hindsight, this should be a clear demonstration of the gospel of Jesus Christ for believers. Second, this plague would show everyone the power and holiness of Jehovah in comparison to the false gods of the land of Egypt. While the land was filled with idolatry and people were confused as to which deity was true, the plagues were unmistakably issued forth from Jehovah. This final plague would impact every family who did not trust in the Lord and would turn their focus toward Him as the only true God. Third, this plague would show everyone the mercy of God in delivering those who trusted in Him. Their faith was demonstrated in applying the blood and God showed them mercy. When God saw the blood applied, He would pass over the house and protect the residents from His judgment. Today, the promise is the same. When God sees the blood of Jesus applied to your heart, it verifies your faith in Him, and He preserves you from His wrath. What pictures of the gospel do you see in the Passover? Setting the application. Jesus is the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation 13, 8. Jesus has always been God's plan for the redemption of mankind. The tenth plague and institution of the Passover gave Israel a glimpse of what God would do through Jesus Christ on Calvary. There is freedom found in the blood of Jesus Christ. The people of Israel experienced horrific oppression at the hands of the Egyptians. God, who wants his people to be free, methodically worked their deliverance in a manner that demonstrated his glory for the world to see. This event was memorialized on the Jewish calendar for millennia to come. Far worse than physical bondage is spiritual bondage. Today, while someone may be oppressed by systems or governments, nobody must necessarily endure spiritual bondage to sin since Jesus Christ shed his blood for the salvation of anyone who believes. Freedom from sin is available to everyone who trusts in Jesus Christ as Savior, and it is our job to share this good news with everyone. How will you share freedom in Jesus Christ with others this week? Thanks, Brother Mark, for sharing such great truth with us this week. Join us next week as we take another look at God's Word with Brother Mark. Don't forget to join us daily on our Through the Bible daily devotionals on our daily devotional blog at www.bogardpress.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.